Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Aren't adventurers supposed to have a specific purpose? What are you doing on this quest? Just meeting strangers? Yep, my purpose is to have no purpose. Though, I sort of find purpose as I go. My basket! It's missing! I have tried many means of defense, but none have yet proven successful. I just wish someone would succeed in getting that darn sword. I am under attack by this ruffian! I want to be big and strong and fight evil. I have hope that if you show up at her door, she might listen. Want to help me yell at them? With your sword? In a threatening manner? Sidequesting is a fantasy podcast about avoiding the main plot. It follows Ryan, an adventurer who's willing to help just about anyone out, as long as they're not being asked to deal with that scary wizard everyone keeps talking about. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast app. Hey there, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most, and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This illuminating tale, Story Club members, might make you not want to go toward the light. It's one I call Black Lantern. Reginald Black, he's out there and he's searching for you. That's what Brian Jensen warned as we were heading back to the village. We'd spent the day backpacking in the woods, walking up the hill, and having a nice picnic up on the view. We snapped a lot of pictures and uploaded them to our social media, you know, just to make our friends back home a little jealous. Brian had his friend, Jesse Phillips, with us, whom I didn't really like very much. She was kinda mean, I thought, and I guess I was a bit jealous too, as I kinda liked Brian. He was funny and nice, but he was always saying the most random stuff, like that junk about Reginald Black. I'd heard the legend back at the village inn where we and our parents were staying. One of the locals was telling us that about 200 years ago, a traveler named Reginald Black was wandering out here in the fence, which is a boggy marsh. An evening fog had settled in, and so he lit his lantern to see better. But he fell into the swampy muck and couldn't get out. Apparently, he screamed for hours, but nobody came to his aid until it was too late. Now, on certain foggy nights in the autumn months, the distinct oil lantern of Reginald Black can be seen in the mist. He leads weary travelers to their doom. They think that this phantom stranger is helping pilot them through the swamp, but he's really luring them into it. People have gone missing here over the decades, or so the story goes. But that's what it sounds like, a story. And I was a little mad at Brian for putting that in my head. We'd stayed out later than I'd liked, and the sun had gone down. And not only that, but a mist had settled on the lowlands, and it was hard to see. I used my phone flashlight to try to cut through the curtain of haze, but to little effect. I told him that we should have left the hilltop long before dusk. Jessie had left an hour before us, saying she was bored. Brian agreed with me that all of us should have left sooner, and now he seemed a little worried, too. Maybe he'd spooked himself with his own ghost story. 
Just take it slowly on this trail, Brian said. We don't want to end up in the marsh. If you fall into the ooze, you'll struggle and fight, and the more you do, the further you're caught until you sink under without a trace. Could you, like, shut up please, Brian? Thanks, I said. A glowing light appeared on the horizon. Uh, how was that possible? It cut through the gloomy murk like a sword through silk. We should go toward that light, Brian said. Uh, no. What if it's... I mean, what if that story about Reginald Black isn't a legend? What if it's actually true? We stopped, deciding what to do. The light hovered toward us. The outline of a figure materialized. It wore a dark hood and stood over seven feet high. It certainly didn't appear human. It's the ghost, I said. Run! I didn't get too far before I slipped and fell in the muck. My cotton pants and wool coat were immediately soaked with the cold, brackish water. Brian pulled me out before I sank too far in. And then, suddenly, there were howls of laughter. The ghost cackled, slapping his knee. Or so I thought it was a he. Because the hooded ghost turned out to be Jessie. She had run ahead and had the stuff set up to scare me. It had all been some elaborate prank. Brian held up his phone, showing the video of me being scared. Oh my gosh, this was the best ever. This is gonna get so many views. He and Jesse laughed, and I hated them both so much in that moment. What a cruel thing to do. I had really liked Brian. Our parents were traveling together for this weekend outing, and he went and did something horrible like this. Now I couldn't even look at him. Picking myself up, I marched on past the callous conspirators, already shivering in my soaked clothes. I'd had enough. At that moment, I just wanted to get back to the inn, strip out of these things, and into my pajamas, then sit in front of a crackling fire with hot cocoa and maybe a few cookies. Brian was dead to me now. A true friend wouldn't have been so heartless. Brian and Jesse were still laughing, telling me that I couldn't take a joke. And then their laughter turned to screams. I quickly turned around and saw another light hanging in the mist. It flickered. Not like electric light from a flashlight, but firelight. It was from an old oil lantern. A moment later, a terrifying figure appeared. The ghostly form of Reginald Black. Puffy and pale, his transparent skin was waterlogged from when he drowned in the mire centuries ago. His colorless, vacant eyes still haunt me to this day. Jessie vanished in the fog, the spirit of Reginald Black pulling her away by her hoodie. Brian grabbed Jessie's arm, trying to tug her to safety, and he vanished into the fog, too. I ran, not toward them, but far away in the opposite direction, tumbling into the murk, pulling myself out, and falling again. Somehow, I made it back to the village inn, my lungs burning and my heart bursting out of my chest. And I told everyone about Reginald Black and his lantern, and why I didn't think Brian or Jesse would ever be returning home. So, I don't know about you, beloved listeners, but as far as I'm concerned, if you're ever in an area where there's a reported ghost or ghoul, the last thing you want to do is play pranks. Haven't we all seen enough scary movies to know that that's a seriously bad idea yet? Well, one thing that I can say for the late Brian Jensen and Jesse Phillips, I guess they got Reginald Black's ghost. Or he got them. <laughs> And you know what else I've got? An email address. Use it, people. I'm at ivy at gokidgo.com, and I'm loving getting your notes. Tell me what stories you loved and which ones scared the socks off you. 
Tell me more of what you want to hear as well. Original stories, haunted places, urban legends? Talk to me, beloved listeners. And I'll do my best to deliver you the scary stuff you crave. Right now, I'm craving some inspiration. So I'm going to go check out the other great storytellers on the Go Could Go network. There are so many adventures to enjoy with Go Could Go, like Bobby Wonder, about a 10-year-old alien who has to protect the town of Pflugerville from villainous Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Capel, and Martha and Waffle being totally hilarious nitwits in the underground world of Flusville. Go Could Go even has an underwater adventure show called Whale of a Tale about the brother and sister exploring team Atlas and Z who live in a submarine shaped like a whale. So join me in searching for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, Flusville, and Whale of a Tail wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, I'll meet you back here tomorrow for another Story Club tale, beloved listeners. After all, Story Club members deserve their daily scare fix. Ivy out! Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.